Hey guys, welcome back to After Five Creative. We've made it to season two. We're here. It's your favorite host, Sarah. And Alan. And we're really excited to share with you what we've been working on for this mm -hmm. season. Um, we thought we weren't going to come back, so we we're so stoked to share all these different stories from a variety of different entrepreneurs. And today we actually have mm -hmm. one of Alan's oldest friends um, from when he moved here from El Paso to Houston, Houston <laughs> to attend music school. <laughs> His name is Jose Portillo. Um, he is a yoga teacher, a very talented singer, and he's someone that puts his all into everything he does. He's very authentic and we're so excited for you to hear um, his story. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the After Five Creative Podcast. We are excited to be here. It's the first episode of season two. We have Jose Portillo here. Hello. And Sarah, the other Hey, what's up? <laughs> so we're very excited, actually. Uh, we have a yoga teacher today. Uh, we've actually taken his class in the past, and one of the reasons why we decided to invite him is because... Uh, just the way that he teaches was so creative. Mm, uh, and you. we've been to a lot of different classes. And um, not because I know you and because I've known you for <laughs> over 10 years, yeah, but because I actually uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was actually really fun. It didn't feel like a workout. It mm -hmm. felt like actually something more, like something spiritual, something just got you know lifted off my chest when I was there. Ooh. It was just like, oh, it was, it was really, <laughs> it was really relaxing and calming, but at the same time, like you kicked our butt and we were yeah. sweating so much. I, <laughs> yes, I do have that effect, I've, I've been told. <laughs> so uh, why don't you tell us uh, where you're from, how did you end up in Houston? Uh, and you do have a nine to five job as well. I do. Right. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so I am from um, Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, cool. I was raised there. I was actually born here in um, in Oklahoma, Tulsa, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, I, I, we moved, my family moved when I was uh, six months old to uh, Vancouver. And so I grew up there mostly. Um, but I moved here to Houston when I was 21 years old. And to make an extremely, extremely long story short, <laughs> um, uh, I moved here for a music school, a Christian music school that I was a part of. And actually, I believe your your last um, guest on here, Tony, talked about it. Cancion, or, mm -hmm. or sorry, I yeah. should say it properly. Cancion. <laughs> music. I can't speak Spanish. Um, uh, the, uh, that was where I went as well. And that's how we all know each other. Um, I went there, did the music scene for a hot minute. Um, had some changes in my life, uh, one of them being that I came out as a gay man. Um, and as part of that, I ended up finding yoga. Mm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and so my nine to five, which has basically always been my nine to five, I was actually talking mm -hmm. to you guys about this earlier. Um, ever since I was 15, I'm 34 now, um, I've worked in fashion retail. And, uh, back when I was back at home in Vancouver, I studied fashion marketing I oh, awesome. worked in luxury retail for um, a long time there, and I've been doing it here. Um, so I'm almost 20 years into working in fashion retail, and that's always been my 9 to 5. Mm. Um, and it's been a fantastic, really rewarding 9 to 5. But things are starting to shift. As 
2020. (laughs) Everything is. Um, And yeah, yoga is has been very much taking um, uh, a very um, a very prime spot in my Mm -hmm. life. I'd actually venture venture to say that I take that I basically do both full time Um, because right now I'm teaching nine soon to be 10 classes oh no that's a lie I just took on I just took on two private students so that's that's now actually 12 classes I teach a week wow um so and you still have a full-time job and I still have a full-time job yes yeah and is it like nine to five or is it like no retail it's it's a little bit different so right now um because I do work in the mall and it's you know COVID times or whatever it's it's weird times it's mostly 11 to 7 I don't work from Monday to Friday I uh my days off are Sundays and Wednesdays Mm. okay um, because retail most people you know have to work at least one day of the weekend um but my Sundays I generally teach anywhere from three to four classes on Sundays and then Wednesdays was my only day off but now I'm teaching either between one to two classes a week um so I don't really have a day off I have (laughs) pockets of time so, so yeah that's cool so who introduced you to yoga or like how did you get into it um so one of my best uh, my closest friends um uh, her name was Shannon she was a coworker, and then her and I just became closer and closer and I used to joke and I called her my original uh work wife mm-hmm. um she um <laughs> she knew me prior to coming out she was the first person I came out to and um in coming out because it wasn't just coming out I also uh you know left the Christian church and mm-hmm. that was a huge um a huge thing in my life mm-hmm. um and a, a, a giant chapter that I was closing and and a whole community that I was leaving mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. um so a whole community that I was leaving and a whole new world that I was trying to step into and and understand and in and try and embrace and understand a new part of myself um that I've vaguely knew from movies and whatever you know the gay community and um and then in how did that old Christian very conservative Jose Portillo fit into that mm-hmm. and um to make a long story short <laughs> I, I you can make them long <laughs> I know right you'll, you'll be cropping we have all day we have all day. We don't have all the wine. But. I know. These guys are the best hosts. Oh, my gosh. They me We're wine. almost done. <laughs> I almost all no, I'm kidding. Um, no, but um, she... So I had been dating and tr- trying out this new version of mm-hmm. myself or whatever, and, and there was a lot that I still was grasping at. And um, I had... And let it be known throughout all of my, um, you know, Christian years and whatever and, 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 and doing all that, I never dated. And I'm a very much a romantic. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, uh, you know, one of the first things that I really wanted to try and do, because I was, I was 29 when I came out. Okay. Um, was that I wanted to <laughs> date and I wanted to find the love of my life. And I thought it was going to happen like, uh-huh. right away. Definitely not. <laughs> um, and so... Uh, but I'd finally gotten my, I'd finally fallen in love, and I got my heart broken. And it wasn't just getting my heart broken from that. It was a whole lot of other things that I was still trying to unpackage, one of them being, you know, coming out, mm-hmm. leaving the Christian church, telling my whole family, 
switching to a whole new community mm. and, and, and everything. And um, I spiraled. And I ended up um, going out one night with a friend. We got extremely wasted. And I got into a drunk driving car accident. And um, I was very blessed that I, like, nobody was hurt in mm-hmm. it. Um, I did not get arrested or anything. Like, the cops wow. did not come. You just, I just was, left their car there. Where were you? I didn't even leave my car there, actually. So it was kind of in... Um, like it was in Montrose. Okay. It was in um, what what is known as the gayborhood here. Yeah. In <laughs> um, and at the time, I was right in front of what was what used to be F Bar. Um, and there was a lot of construction going on there, and I drove into construction. Oh. Because I was so drunk that I didn't realize that there was a different road. Uh-huh. And so basically, what happened was that I drove right over a um, like what's a what would have been a um. Pot. Not a, like a, oh my God, what's the word? Um, sewer? A sewer, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a sewer thing. And it was like sticking out. Uh-huh. And I drove right over it. So it destroyed my undercarriage. Shoot. And like caused our airbags to deploy. And I was I was in the car with my friend uh-huh. and everything. And, um, and I was basically in a ditch. And I was, thankfully, somehow my car was still semi-drivable. <laughs> um... And you sobered up right away then. Yeah, yeah. It will definitely... You do sober up having, right having an airbag explode in your face will sober you up <laughs> real quick. Um, and I was probably there for a good 20 minutes or so, and at no point did any cops come. And I had these two lovely men just kind of walk by and be like, let us help you. And like they built like a mini little ramp for me, and I drove my car off, and... My car managed to get fixed by my insurance. I mean, my premium is insane. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, so so that happened. That was obviously a very turning point in my life. And my sweet friend Shannon was like, Jose. And she had been trying to get me to come to yoga for the longest Mm -hmm. time. But I was like, and I always joked, and I tell my students this all the time. I was like, I joked, and I was like, I'm allergic to yoga. My body doesn't do that. And so um, she was like, Jose, just come with me to a class, like, some, you need something that'll help you like meditate or come back into it. And I was like, no, I don't do that ohm shit. Like, I don't do like. Oh, sorry, my... <laughs> no, you're fine. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, right. just leave that out. So, um, <clears throat> sh- uh, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, because at that time, my mentality of what yoga was was like. Buddhists and like just you know being this ethereal like whatever thing uh-huh. and and she was like okay seriously Jose it's like it's super fun it's this girl with like a full face of makeup like fake boobs and she like plays like Britney Spears and like Spice Girls <laughs> I'm like okay now you're talking <laughs> so I was like I was like I think I could have fun with this yeah so I went and as a kid I was I was in gymnastics but I didn't do it like a whole lot but uh-huh. I was semi like. Flexi. I, yeah. I definitely am nowhere near as what I am now. But uh-huh. um, uh, she, you know, she brought me to to the class, and I really liked it. And then we made it kind of like a weekly date that we would go, and then um, it became a little bit more than weekly. I started going a couple times a week, um, and then that teacher moved, and I found, and I was like heartbroken. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I just found you. Um, <laughs> but then um, I started find I started volunteering. Because uh, the uh, the studio that I came to, which is Black Swan, which is where I teach, which donation is where, based, yeah, right? it's right, donation right. based. But um, 
I'd gotten my membership, and then they were like, oh, we're opening up a new studio in Kirby, and we're looking for um, volunteers, and when you volunteer, you get free yoga. And I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. (laughs) And all it was was like three hours a week, and I was like, I can do that. Easy. And so I got to know more teachers, and I got to know more of the community, Mm -hmm. and more of people, and I became really in love with it. And then that all started kind of in August of... I believe it was 2017. 2017. Okay, so like three years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. 2017, because yeah, I've been doing yoga for a little over three years. Um, and then come January of 2018, I did a, um, a January challenge where you practice every single day. Uh-huh. And that solidified my practice of like, I needed this. And then two months later, I met the teachers that were to be my um, teachers for my 200-hour teaching, mm-hmm. which, does that lead us into our next question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, can talk about You it, can take it? us away, yeah. 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 <laughs> Explain 200. Explain what, <laughs> okay. what does that mean? Okay, well, okay, so for those of you listening. <laughs> Sexy was, boy. <laughs> was, uh, uh, it's on my, on my Instagram, it says 200-hour uh, RYT, registered yoga teacher, mm-hmm. is what that means, um, and entrepreneur as well. That's new. I'll get into that. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I, that word scares me so much, but, um, <laughs> but I'll get into that. Um, but uh, you, so to be registered to, to teach, um, uh, you have to go through what's called the 200-hour yoga teacher training. And, uh, you know, there's there's so many different branches of yoga, and you can do all of them and and it just you know I met these two ladies and I fell in love with them and I fell in love with with their teaching and just kind of there was something that very much clicked and in one in particular her name's Jen Uhas um you know I sat down with her and and what's funny is that I actually hated her class whenever I first because <laughs> she taught very differently than what I was used to at Black Swan. Okay. And they were actually the very first class that I ever took outside of Black Swan. It was in a, they were doing what was called an elephant crisis um, uh, thing. They were doing it over at Cafe Brazil. Mm. And uh, it was to raise funds for, you know, saving the elephants and whatnot. And it was there that they promoted that they were A, opening up a new studio and B, um, starting with the teacher training. And for whatever reason, it just, it, it, you know, I hadn't been practicing yoga that long. Um, I was, I was pretty strong. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like I wasn't in, right. in terms of my physical practice and like I knew the stuff and I'd been doing it rigorously and you know, all this stuff. Um, but I was like, there's just no way that I could take a teacher training. But for whatever reason, I felt very called. And at the time, one of my really close friends who also ended up doing the program with with me. Um, she was like, oh, my God, like, I really want to do a program, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't do one. Like, I've barely been doing yoga for, like, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she, anyways, I, I reached out to these te- these two teachers, Jen Uhas and Madonna McManus. Uh, they uh, own and they uh, lead the teacher trainings over at the Atrium Yoga Studio. Um, definitely another fantastic studio to check out. Um, they... Um, I, I, I reached out to them, asked them a little bit more about the program, and then the next time that they had one of their uh, events, uh, Jen sat down with me, and like we started talking, and her and I had a very similar background, where we had had issues with the church, mm-hmm. and we just, and she was like, I found God 
through yoga. And I was like, please explain more. Because mm-hmm. at the time, my relationship with God was very broken and very, very difficult um, mm-hmm. to understand. Um, and so it, it, all, it was like a door, and it just was like, walk through it, Jose. And so I did. And um, a few months later was when I started my, my, my teacher training program. I became more and more um, involved in the yoga community just by going to more classes, being at the front desk. People saw me. People knew me. Um, and then I started posting stuff on social media for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, it was, it, was, it was legitimately just, just for fun. Um, and I was like, look at my progress. I can do this. Like, uh-huh. and it was like, whatever. And it was just, I was so amazed at, like, what my body could do um, because... As a child, I had a lot of body issues. Like, I was always... I was an obese kid, and I always had, like, a lot of issues with, with loving and understanding mm-hmm. and appreciating my body. And through yoga, I've, I've very much found an appreciation for my body for the crazy things that I'm able to do now. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit they're not necessary. They, they're, they're pretty out there. Yeah. Um, but, um, and especially at my... I mean, I'm not, like, old, but I'm also not, you know, 12. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. so I was just kind of like, you know, it was, it was, it's, it, it's been, it's been great. So, so yeah, I completed my 200 hour program. Um, and then I did a mentorship program with them for three months. And then after that, I got hired on at Black Swan, which was the studio that I had started with. Uh-huh. Nice. I've been teaching with them for a year and a half now. And, wow. and, and then through <laughs> the pandemic and COVID, I've come to being an entrepreneur. Um, and, doing things a little bit on my own um, through quarantine. So I always had my favorite class that I taught. Um, and I hate saying it's my favorite, but it was just the one where I had the most regulars, that, people that I would see on a regular mm-hmm. basis, was my Sunday 4 p.m. And they were also the class, because I typically do the same class throughout the week, um, and because people have their schedules. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that everybody can kind of get to it. Um they would mostly come to my Sunday 4 p.m. and it was like they were the first ones to get the flow and I was always really appreciative because like I was they were the ones that I worked out the kinks with and I'd be yeah. like okay I murdered them here maybe I should back off <laughs> <laughs> like you know I can do this better yeah and, like, and they were very very great and so when the virtual uh, platform came out I didn't have that Sunday 4 p.m. Uh-huh. and so I kind of just put on my Instagram and I was like hey to gain a sense of um, norm, uh, nor, uh, normal, normalcy, normalcy, yeah, yeah. Normalcy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, would y'all be interested in doing a Sunday, four p.m. Instagram live class mm-hmm. <clears throat> through my own Instagram, like totally free, whatever. Yeah, and it was just supposed to be a one-time thing, right? Um, <clears throat> it ended up being. 13 weeks long. Dang. Um, nice. Because they were all like, we want to keep doing this and whatever. And it was, it was a really beautiful thing. And, and I don't know what struck the idea of, for me, I was like, listen, like, let's, um, let's all take selfies of each other. Um, like before we practice and like tag me in it and I can put you in it. And then I would do these like little collages of everyone's mm-hmm. faces. Yeah. So I'd be like, Hey, this is who you practice with. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to practice with Lauren who you used to, you know, practice next to or, or Rudy and like, you know, all that stuff. 
And they were really appreciating that. And, and for me, it was like a lifeline. It was uh-huh. something that I was looking forward to all the time. Um, and I ended up gaining a lot of people that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like a friend of a friend of a friend who was like, check out this yoga teacher. And they were like... And, I, and here I'm thinking that they're in Houston... No, some of them are like in Arizona, some of them are in California, some are in oh, wow. New York, they're all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, some are friends in um, Canada, and um, and yeah, so then it became, I, I got introduced to um, an incredible spin instructor, um, slash also like a fitness instructor who, who helps mentor entrepreneurs, um, and she kind of helped guide me into this world of being an entrepreneur, and how to set up my own platform mm. outside of Black Swan mm-hmm. so that I could try and make this a little bit more viable. And, and yeah. So it's like your own brand, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah, so I even changed my Instagram That's name great. to be more of a, a branded. A branded, um, yeah. Thing, which was... <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, you sound like a douche. Like, <laughs> like, like, I gotta I look know, at like, it I now. I, to, I just wanted it. to be like a like I didn't a think Jose it changed. Yoga, Jose this or that, because it used to be Joseph dot nineteen eighty six. Because I don't Thiel, think it sounds bad. Well, yes, and it, I was I was struggling to come up with something. I was like, what does it look now? I think it's cute. Like, that's like that's like. What do they say now? All in Jose. Oh yeah, yeah, Jose. Yeah, I like it. Um, and it came to me in, in one really of her cute. spin classes, um, and it was something that I'd been struggling with for forever. And she was like, "Are you all in?" And then I never. And she was like, "Are you all in, or are you gonna half-ass this?" And I remember one time something that my sister said to me, that always kind of struck um, a chord, like a good chord, not a bad one, <laughs> um, was that she was like, "I I value and appreciate the fact that whenever you." you know, dive into something, Jose, like, you don't hold back. You are completely fully Mm -hmm. invested and you see it through to the end. And you do it with so much gumption and confidence and um, professionalism and perfection. Yeah, that is true. That's true. That's how, like, I knew about you because Alan was, like, I guess you started posting your yoga photos and he was like, oh, one of my friends is, like, getting into yoga and he was like, that's so cool. Like, whatever he does, he's, like, so passionate. Like, no matter what he does. Everything from So that was, like, my first impression of you. Yeah. 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 Um, And so I was like, well, that is something that I think defines me. So I was like, yeah, I'll be all in. Because I didn't want to necessarily, like, it just be... Yoga, yoga guy. Because, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, my life comprises of so much more. Obviously, mm. like, it's a huge passion. Um, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of other things than just yoga. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, um, and so I just didn't want it to be that. I, I wanted to be something that spoke more to me as a brand. And then, you know, later on, you might be seeing Jose in other modalities. TVD. That aren't just yoga. Because, yeah, I just didn't want it to be tied into, like, the one thing. Um, but, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. To answer well, your very short question. <laughs> we love way. details. We love details here. Oh, I so, will give you the details. Give us some details. Everything. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so tell us about uh, your class compared to maybe another yoga teacher. Like, what makes you unique? Ooh, okay. And give um, us, like, the rundown, even though we take it. You already <laughs> mentioned the, 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 the class and, like, kind of, like, doing it live, but... I actually well, took it live one time. 
Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, shame on you for not sending me yourself. Um, okay, okay, I'll forget that. Um, Stephanie, I was making. A <laughs> um, no. Um, <clears throat> ooh. Okay. So, so I teach creative vinyasa. I was uh, kind of discussing that with y'all earlier, and there's so many different branches of it. And um, the really great thing about creative vinyasa is that when it comes to the actual physical practice, like the postures and the sequencing of it, is that you... Um, it's, it's, it's your ability to be creative, you know, mm-hmm. creative vinyasa. Um, and I was saying, so vinyasa in, in, in Sanskrit, which Sanskrit is the ancient dialect of, of yoga, um, a Sanskrit... A, a, the direct translation is, or sorry, uh, vinyasa. The direct translation is uh, to place in a special way. Okay. Okay, and so what vinyasa is often called is a flow class. And so the reason why it flows, mm. or it's called a flow class, is because it is meant to flow mm-hmm. and, and not be choppy. And so you, you know, I was saying you start with from the ground up, like you lead with the feet, and and the inhale lifts, and the exhale helps you expand further. And so it's almost like a choreography. It's almost like a dance. Mm. And so. Um, Unpopular opinion, but um, you're asking me for a nine, so I can say what I want to on this podcast. Um, you're the star. <laughs> uh, no, not really. But, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's, it's just my opinion, and, yeah. and, and you know, people can take it whichever which way. Um, there are different um, branches of yoga that uh, teach a set sequence, and there is a very strong and a very good... Um, uh, how would I say? Um, the good habits are built from that, and good foundations are built from that. However, it can also lead to to certain bad habits. Okay. Um, because what happens when you when when you when you have a set sequence is that you become familiar with it. You're able to be more comfortable the more times that you go. Mm-hmm. You know where you're going. You can like get into your zone or whatever. And, um, and you can, you can work on getting better at certain things. The problem with that is that if you are, and there are certain teachers that teach vinyasa that will inadvertently teach a set sequence. Yeah. And so it's like, like they just kind of do what they're used to doing. So it's like the same thing every time. For the most part. For the most yeah, part, Yeah, there okay. might just be, like, a slightly different change here and there or whatever. Um, huh. Whereas, so, so let me, let me backtrack. So, there, there's, okay. a, there's a lot of value to that because it, it, it creates a foundation. It creates a sense of confidence. It creates um, a sense of, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm comfortable in this because I've, I, I feel like I can do this now. That I, This third time I do this again, I feel good. And oftentimes, those teachers in my world actually do pretty well mm-hmm. um, because, in terms of the numbers, because people feel comfortable um, and they feel accomplished and they feel like you know they're they did it they, yeah. they, they did, did the it class, you know yeah. and 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 hopefully the teacher gives you an inspiring message a motivational something or whatever just like any other fitness teacher mm-hmm. would. Um, Whereas with me, um, and, 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 and where you, you, I mean, you said it, you 
ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here. Um, <laughs> it didn't come from my lips. Um, that, you know, you felt almost a spiritual um, connection. Right. Um, and because I, and I literally actually just posted about it today on Instagram, that um, for me, yoga is, um, is a very confronting practice. Um, it's very challenging. Because you're not using weights, you're not using a machine, you're not racing against somebody, there's no points, there's no, like, levels or whatever. It's just you and your body. Mm. And your body and your uh, your breath won't lie. Like, mm-hmm. you like you know, oftentimes when you step onto your mat, um, you know, it's like, okay, this is what's on your heart and this is what you're going to work on. Or this is what you gotta like, be challenged with, um, and so the physical aspect of it, um, you know, because it's challenging, it helps you to kind of breathe through that. Okay, when you when you learn to breathe through it, and a, a, a huge component of yoga, if if not the primordial one, is breath. Mm-hmm. Um, learning how to regulate, control how you live. Right, because mm-hmm. if we don't mm-hmm. have breath, we don't we die. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, and and it's funny, like I'll joke too, because like one of the scary parts of, of of the yoga practice is inverting or arm balances, you know, going upside down and doing uh-huh. doing all that funky, crazy stuff. And I often tell people, I'm like, oh, and by the way, remember to breathe, because if you stop breathing, you, you die. Yeah. You know? like, so, <laughs> and 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 because it's like you're so focused on the the action that you forget to breathe. Uh-huh. And and actually like exist in the moment. So obviously you cease to exist, and that's when you fall apart physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, in my classes, what tends to be a little bit different is that I love being creative. I love going outside the box. Mm-hmm. I love taking things. I I'll go to different teachers that inspire me because like they'll use like Pilates moves here and there. Mm-hmm. Or okay. They'll use other sorts of movement that um, that that works with it, and it's not the same thing every time. Right. Also, one of the things that I always try and do is that I try to lead towards a peak pose. So I'll sequence my classes to help warm up and strengthen the body towards a more advanced pose, mm-hmm. where you can try it out. And if it's not there for you, it's not there for you. And if it's there for you, great. You learn something new, mm. okay? Um, now, the great thing about going to a teacher who teaches the same thing over and over again is that, guess what? By doing Warrior Twos a hundred times yeah. and doing Crescent Lunges a hundred times, doing all those things, your body is now, like, the the, the muscle memory and all of that stuff, is, it, it, that, th- there is so much value in doing that. Mm-hmm. It's good that practice. when you come to a class like mine... And I tell you to do it in a very messed up, different way. It'll challenge your mind. It'll challenge your body, uh, different muscle groups to go about things differently. But then also, when we come to these peak poses, your body's actually ready for that. Because I've, I've actually been kind of... I mean, when the teachers <laughs> have said it, they've said it in kind of a... Um, complimentary way but it felt like a backhanded compliment where they were like I'm like wow like kudos to you for like teaching you know such a difficult pose in a packed class and I was like well I'm not gonna shy away from teaching a difficult pose just because 
it's back class. Mm-hmm. You know, I, like, what? what's wrong with that? Like, the people who want to take it will take it. The people who don't want to take it won't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's always optional. And right. oftentimes, right. I usually try and, and, and remind my students, I'm like, what I have to offer is simply that, an offering. Mm-hmm. Like, in this life, you you take what's yours and you 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 leave what's not right you know? um <laughs> and so i like to say that you know I, I it's unique and different because like i i i love the creative aspect of it i've always been a, a very creative person um or i'd like to think i've always been a creative person do you, do you ever use music to like Yes. somehow change the mood of yes. your workout or um, your, your practice yeah, that day. I have, and, and I'm very thankful for my musical background. Um, although I went through everything that I went through in the Christian church and, you know, back in my day, I'm very grateful for everything that I did and accomplished. And, of course. Um, and, and the knowledge that I got from that because... Um, I am, you can't see this, but I'm patting myself on the shoulder. <laughs> um, I have a lot of people that compliment my playlists and, and, and that I love the music that I, that I, that I pick for it and how, uh-huh. how, how it works. Um, and I even had a, a teacher of mine that I very much respect and she's incredible. Um, she was like, Jose, it's almost like you choreograph your classes. And I was like, thank you for saying that. And I'm like, that's almost exactly yeah. what I want to happen because as a musician I mean it's funny actually right now I'm reading a book um, about mantra and music and how that um, that ties into yoga and it's talking about the power of music and obviously Ellen you're a musician mm-hmm. um, and in and, 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 and all uh, communities and um, uh, different cultures and stuff like that music plays a huge role mm-hmm. and so yoga is no different um, and so although the Ashtanga practice which is a physical practice that yoga was based off of was never meant to be with music okay you know more uh, westernized yoga has has included music into it and and th- that part that aspect also allows me to to give it my personal stamp and like okay this is my style of music or this is kind of like and then and then it goes everywhere and it's funny because people will be like so Jose what do you listen to like what kind of music are you listening to <laughs> um, or do you enjoy and actually really usually the only people that ask me that these days are like my Tinder or Hinge dates or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm a yoga teacher so I listen to a ginormous plethora. It could be anywhere from ambiance, like Indian tribal music Uh to Spice Girls or Max (laughs) or Dua Lipa all the way to Andrea Bocelli, Josh Groban or whatever. And I mean, I obviously have my my, my my people that I like love listening to. Um, Rake, right? Just in general, yes, Rake, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I actually have used Rake a handful of times. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Alan wants to go to that one. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me know. No, I'll, I'll use Latin night. Latin night, yeah. Do Latin night. But um, but no, I am. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of like the mood and the how how the harmonies and the melodies work towards either how intense or how gentle I hope the psyche is during a physical part Mm -hmm. of the practice. Because I know I've been in classes where all of a sudden this, like, fucking tribal beat is there, and I'm dying. But, like, it's like, and I'm just like, yes, I'm here in this crazy-ass pose, and I'm dying, but I'm here for it. Because, like, the drums and the bass just, like, got me. You know what I mean? And so... um, and so I do try and, 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 and incorporate that into mm-hmm. 
what I do um, with my with my classes. Um, and then another, and and, and I think I, I I said I may or may not. You might have to backtrack and edit it, whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, what makes me unique, as I feel, um, is that I don't make it about the workout. You get a workout. You 100% get a workout, but I also want to explain, and I tell my students always, I do like to discuss a little bit about philosophy. I'm like, yoga is an ancient thousands of years practice that goes back, and I've actually been saying this a lot in my classes lately, I'm like, it's not like your P90X, your soul cycle, <laughs> mm-hmm. or like your Barry's boot camp, it's like the latest rage, and like for a couple of years, I'm like, no, like yoga's been the shit for like thousands of years, mm-hmm. and it actually wasn't about the physical practice, I'm like, I'm like, listen, if you are in my class and all you want is to burn the calories and get the booty gains and get your core <laughs> and everything on, you're gonna get it, Yeah, like, you're here for it, however... Here's here's another option, you know. Here's 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 part of the the whole package, and you're welcome to take it, and um, and hopefully you do, because it'll help you understand you a little bit more. Because I don't go super into it, like I don't start talking about like the different deities or anything like yeah. that. I feel like there's a time and a place for that kind of stuff, and I also don't know enough personally about that mm. for me to feel comfortable enough to be like, let me talk about mm. the god Shiva or the goddess Shiva. And is that like something <laughs> they teach you in your like 200? Um, it training? depends. Okay. Yeah, it depends. Uh, we did delve into some of that um, in mine um, okay. because my teacher Jen, um, she's really well knowledge on that kind of stuff, and 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 she understands it and appreciates it a lot. And I, I really I really appreciated a lot of that. I haven't meditated and delved too much into it until my own personal studies okay. for me to want to take it on. Um, I, on the philosophy aspect, I focus a lot on what are called the yamas and the niyamas, which are, it's kind of like our Ten Commandments of Yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're just very basic moral principles. Okay. And how the yoga physical practice and breathing practice helps us kind of delve into those things so that we can be a more wholesome, authentic harmonious and peaceful version of ourselves okay while still dying in a 90 degree heated room yeah (laughs) so so yeah so how do you like tap into like the spiritual side of yoga Ooh, i'm just like super curious that's a question um it depends on on okay so so one of the teachings that i really really appreciate about yoga is that and, and and actually coming a little full circle as to how I found God through, or more of God through, through, through yoga, is that um, yoga teaches us that um, our soul, basically, is called the Atman. You know, it's, it's, it, we, it's called the smokeless flame, mm-hmm. and it is that which is eternal, and uh, that which is always, um, you know, inherently you. And so the yoga practice helps us peel away at the layers so that we can get there, Okay. And, and, and connect to it and be mm. centered in it. And so it's divine. You know, it's known as being divine. And it's also known as being its own universe. Because at the end, I mean, we joke about like, oh, the world isn't doesn't revolve around you. Mm-hmm. But you do have your own universe, you know? Like, your 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 breath, your, your mind, your heart, your soul, it's extremely unique to you. Nobody has experienced life the way that you have. And so it, it is divine. And if you think about it in biblical teachings as well, it's like when you accept Jesus into your heart, 
you know, divine, mm -hmm. holy, you know? And so, um, to tap into the spiritual aspect of it and actually for the, because for the longest time, because, you know, I was, I was struggling with my homosexuality, mm -hmm. um, and whatever, I could never, even back in those days, I struggled so hard to have a, a, a constant prayer life, to mm -hmm. have an authentic connection with God on my own, because in my heart, I was an abomination, mm -hmm. and God hated me, because mm -hmm. that's what I was taught, right? And so then, when I came to connecting to the spiritual aspect of it and recognizing myself as divine, somewhere along the way, I connected the two, you know, Jesus, uh, God, and, and then people ask me, they're like, are you still, you know, religious or whatever? And I'm like, I'm not religious, I have a faith. You know, I believe in God, I believe in higher mm -hmm. power, I believe in, in, in the universe. I believe man has many faults. Um, and, 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 and I believe that it, there's so much interpretation in, in, in so many things. And um, and the yoga path has, has its very interesting, um, in, in terms of the spiritual stuff mm -hmm. and some of the teachings, very interesting things that I'm kind of like, I don't know that I really like super understand. <laughs> super I'm into that. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to like delve into it a little bit further. Um, it's one of those things, like the thing with yoga is that the, the one thing with yoga, in my, on, in my opinion, it's a little, for me right now, I'm not, I'm not going to say mm -hmm. that this is, uh, that this won't change or shift or grow. Um, it's more about being able to tap into my spirit and be okay. honest with myself and, 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 and read about the practice and, and, and understand it, um, to a degree and be like, this is my path, and this is who you are, Jose, and this is, these are your values, mm. and these are, you know, this is what you want out of life, or this is how, yeah. this is how you will better serve your community, better serve this world, you know, in, in your walk. You so know? it kind of, like, slows you down and lets you kind of... Yeah, it's a, it's a very, like I said, it's a very confronting okay. practice, and so it helps you dial into that and so that's where that's where I I personally think it's spiritual um because some people want to get a little woo woo with it where it's like <laughs> your cosmic energy and like now you're on Jupiter and like <laughs> constellation da 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 and I'm like oh, okay you've been smoking a little too much yeah <laughs> and there is a time and a place for those kind of things as well but that's not what speaks to me uh -huh. and that's not to me, that's escapism. Okay. If I wanted to escape, I would have three bottles of this time. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, and it, it's, it, and like I said, it actually in my Instagram post, I'm like, it's, yoga is not a drug that you come back to time and time again mm -hmm. to like get the high and then like when you need that fix, you come back to it. Mm -hmm. No. And what I hope and my commitment in my classes is that like when you, when you come, there will always be an aspect of yourself where you can grow. Because I yeah, love really that. do try and do my best to make sure to give you give something to my students or my class that is fresh, that is um, honest mm -hmm. and authentic, and, and that's challenging to them. Mm -hmm. And in that being said, I actually had to check myself and be like, Jose, get back in the studio, get back in the class, 
your practice cannot suffer because you're still a student and you can't do that to yourself just because you're you're teaching so many classes. And that is something that happens as as a new teacher where you start taking all these classes that you don't have enough time or energy for mm-hmm. yourself for yourself. Yeah. And then your practice goes away. Mm. Yeah. Cuz it's not the same. Teaching a class physically and and, and the, the emotional and spiritual aspect of it, it is not the same. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cuz where I'm telling you to focus on the breath in and out during the poses, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. And so like and that's a huge aspect of it. And so there's there's just a lot. There's there's a lot in that. Do you know of any like mental benefits like uh, mental is, physical is benefits? Is there any like research on like hey, if you do yoga like or Does it help anxiety? Stress, anxiety. I've been having anxiety. Yeah, she has, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 2020, girl. <laughs> 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 we're, we're all going through it. <laughs> We, we've all got it. Um, no, actually, it's funny because actually one of the things that um, was in my, my handbook for um, my teacher training, and it was, it, I can't remember if it was from that or it was from a, from a documentary that I watched where it was, if you teach somebody to breathe, you teach somebody to live. Yeah? Like, hmm. if you breathe well, you live well. Mm-hmm. If you don't breathe well, you don't live well simple as that mm-hmm. um and it's something so basic yet so easy yeah but, so, but also so hard yeah because uh, thankfully the body does it on its own mm-hmm. however when 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 we react more to 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 things and we don't focus our energies on how we're properly like um taking in the moment, living the moment, breathing in the moment, um, that's when we start to develop, you know, bad habits or tendencies, and that's when anxieties arise. I mean, think about it. Why do you think that common knowledge is, like, when you're agitated or angry, it's like, okay, take a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Count like to just, ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or or, or when, when, when a woman is giving birth, they're taught to breathe through incredibly painful... Yeah. And, and, you know, extreme condition, um, because it's, it, it's all sensational, but it's all, um, it's information that your brain receives, right? Mm -hmm. Like my brain is telling me that if I, you know, sliced my, 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 my arm, it hurts. Cause that, that's what, like, you know, that's what I'm, you know, but if, if I focus on my breath instead, you calm it down. Like you calm down the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, regulating your breath calms down the nervous system. And the really great thing, so in, in yoga, there's uh, multiple, uh, breath practices. What you will commonly find in, um, in a yoga class or a vinyasa class like mine is a breath practice called Ujjayi Pranayama. Um, pranayama means, uh, so yama means control and then, um, prana means life force, which is another word for breath. So it's control of breath. Controlling breath. Yeah. And so ujjayi is, um, a breath practice that, uh, helps stoke like the inner fires and helps you engage the core, helps you kind of be very engaged and focused Mm -hmm. and, 
energizes you. It's 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 more fiery breath practice. There's other breath practices that are even more, uh, you know, help you either simmer down, either calm down. Okay. Um, you know, find equilibrium within your rights and lefts. Um, and then there's also some breath practices that help energize the body and like help you get started with your day, kind of stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the the. It, it has definitely been known, and actually I think I was saying earlier that I have recently acquired two private students, and both of them, their doctors and chiropractors or therapists, um, said that they should um, incorporate yoga in their lives, and that it would help them tremendously. What's uh, what's their condition, or what's... Do they have scoliosis? <laughs> you say everything you have. I have scoliosis, that's uh, why. No, 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 for sure, I mean... No, one is uh, she has misalignment in her hips and knees. Okay. Um, and also, she's a mom of three. And, you know, she so she needs a little bit of a break yeah, and she needs stuff. Or, you know, she needs that kind of stuff to to be able to help wow. find some balance in her life. And then one, he is um, he just has a lot of anxiety mm. and a lot of you know um, stuff going on. So. Uh, need to uh, breathe and need to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, uh, you know, the, the ability to learn to breathe is... is. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, I'm so good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I never have anxiety. Yeah. Breathe like the most incredible human being. It's challenging. Because it's hard to just sit down and breathe. Right. Mm-hmm. Like and, and, and to learn to breathe and to and to focus on 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 the breath for longer periods of time, um, it's 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 almost like a prayer, you know, yeah. You know, right. it's, it's, or like your it's it's like kind of like your meditation practice sometimes. Yeah. Um, Which I think is like very hard. Like very, I can't hard. I feel like we yeah. It is very hard. I, you know, in a yoga class, the very last thing that we do is shavasana, and that's so many times one of the hardest things for people to be able to do. Because, like, physically, it's easy. Exactly. You can just, like, you're just lying down. But it's so much more... It, Shavasana is meant to be more than that. Shavasana mm-hmm. is actually known as corpse pose. And it's the death of your practice. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really morbid, because what it does is it, it prepares you to die. Um, because it it's, it's an act of letting go. And everything that you just did in that one hour long vinyasa class or however long you were in, you allow for all of that to fade away. And you soak up the benefits of whatever it is that you just did. You allow for that growth to like be there with you. But whatever you just went through emotionally, you leave it on that mat. That's my favorite part of yeah. the class. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, and then, but mentally, it can be really challenging because you're like, okay, so like this class is gonna end at this time. Yeah. What am I gonna do afterwards? Thinking. Yeah. Or like, I, what do I want for dinner? Or like, did he text me? Did he text? You yeah. Know, like all that kind of crap. And so, and literally, like, I actually have one student. She basically refuses to take shavasana. She. Um, she just she, sits there. What does she do? She'll do core. She'll do whatever. She doesn't want to just lay there because she has uh, anger management issues, and for her being still is a very difficult thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Which just which just goes to show you again, shavasana is actually really hard. Yeah, meditation is really it's all hard. it's stillness in the mind. The stillness, is very yeah, hard. Yeah, especially when um, 
there's so much outside noise. Yep. And 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 we want so many things. It's it's hard for us to not like to disconnect from all of that. Actually, because you know, one of the things yeah. I often say about the yoga practice is that it's it's a practice of disconnecting, mm-hmm. so that you can connect with yourself. So how would you like tell a beginner like how would you, like how would you like explain to them how to meditate or like what's a good start to meditation? Okay. For people that can't like shut out the outside world. Number one, find a super comfortable seat. Okay. Like if you are not used to like sitting down for long periods of time or whatever, like um have your back up against a wall, sit on a on a cushion. And also be patient with yourself. Like, you're going to want to fidget. Mm-hmm. You're going to get uncomfortable here and there. So, like, switch it around. If your leg falls asleep, please, like, switch it out. Mm-hmm. Not the end of the world. You know, if you have to physically move. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, so there's that. Then the next thing would be, if you can't focus on that, like, one intention or whatever it is, visualize the breath coming in through your nose and out through your nose or your mouth. Okay. Like, literally imagine air through the nostrils and out. And try and focus on that for three minutes. Okay. And then once you've gotten three minutes down, five minutes. And once you've gotten five minutes down, ten minutes. Like, and you start adding to it. And then, and then once you feel comfortable with that, and once you feel... Because literally, focusing on your breath sounds like a very like whatever thing but it's actually kind of amazing when you do because in my experience personally when, whenever I've managed to do that I start to connect to more parts of my body and the thing is it's like this this vessel this body is what allows me to be on this earth so in honoring it by making sure I breathe well mm-hmm. I begin to understand it more and the more you understand something, the more you trust it. And the more you trust something, the more you love. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called the practice of self-love. That's it. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it is becoming a very uh, popular thing. Uh, I was reading in uh, goodbody.com. Uh, it actually, or yoga, has actually increased 50% in the last four years. There's actually 38 million Americans that are active right now. Yeah. W- what do you think that is? Again, Social media? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. There's an yeah, aspect I mean, to that. Um, yeah. So it's, become, it's definitely become popular. Um, uh, you know, Western, it, we call it Western yoga now because obviously it started in the Middle East. Um, you know, they've made it popular with vinyasa, with... Um, with Lil Lemon. Power. <laughs> uh, you know, well, yeah. Yoga Lemon. pants. So, yeah. <laughs> actually, funny story, and I know that, that leads into one of your questions, so I'm just going like, to laugh in there. Go into it. Roll into it. Well, the fashion aspect of it. So mm. I grew up in Vancouver, which is actually the home of Lululemon. Oh, okay. I actually went to school for fashion marketing with some of the initial, like the original designers That's of so Lululemon. That's so cool. Like, back in the day when it first started. Like, wow. I shopped in their very first Lululemon store on fucking Robson Street. Like, That's it was so like, cool. And it's crazy. Like, when I moved to Houston and I saw that there was a Lululemon, I was like, what? I was like, how is there a Lululemon in Houston, Texas? Like, yeah. this was like, this is a Vancouver thing. 
Um, wow, I didn't know that. a lot of the people that I went to school with, yeah, like, they were amongst the people who designed the fabrics. Um, and this is college, right? Yeah, this okay. is college. Um, and all that stuff. And then to see the monster that it has become and how it has become like such a mm. such a great thing and so it's so it's funny what how it originally started um for from from what i understood was uh-huh. that like lululemon made your ass look great okay. <laughs> whatever your ass was it made your ass look great uh-huh. and i was like Whatever. And when I was like, I didn't have a good ass. But then, like, I put on a pair of pants for them, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and they, like, lifted it. Yes. Yeah, it was a way of, like, contouring without, like, you know, showing the wrong lumps. It was great. And so that was their hook. Uh-huh. And then they started creating all sorts of different things, and now it's, like, a whole lifestyle. Yeah. Like, now they athleisure. have just, like, yeah, mm-hmm. athleisure. Now they have, like, full-blown, like, button-ups and all this stuff. Being somebody who's, like, from the OG, like, luxury retail, whatever, I'm like, okay, there's a, like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about, like, you wearing that in, like, an office, like, a, yeah. like a proper office, but, like, but I get it, and, and, and it does make sense, but, um, but, yeah, so brands like Lululemon <laughs> absolutely helped make yoga a lot more kind of like, well, if I'm wearing yoga pants, maybe I should do it. <laughs> I'm not just going to wear them because like they look Be a poser. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it just, uh, they, pe- like, you know, different brands and whatever started adding um, really cool things to it. Like uh, yoga, yoga strong or like yoga power where you would like add weights to it and like do all this stuff or whatever. Or, like, Yoga cardio, mm. this, or, like, now there's... I don't know if you've heard of Spenga. It's Spenga. spin... I've never heard of that. Spin yoga or what? Spin <laughs> yoga and... Um, like, all in one class? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. And so... How do you do that? And then there's, like, a yoga lattes, <laughs> and then there's this, and then there's that. And so, like, everybody's trying to, like, make, make hybrids and make, like, gimmicks. Mm. Which, at the end of the day, I'm... I'm not going to fault them because it brings people to yoga. Mm-hmm. You know? I was going to say, um, yeah. And yeah. you're still going to try it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm you're going to do swing. <laughs> I'm still working through a lot of my thought process and all this stuff. But, um, but yeah, so um, it's mind-blowing to me that a lot of people have actually, a lot of uh, doctors have, have turned to and, and referred uh, you know, their patients to yoga. Hmm. Um, it was funny because I actually, um, sometime last year, I got into like a small act. It was a teeny accident. Like this lady like backed up into me in uh, a parking garage and I was feeling like a little bit of whiplash. And so I went to um, an emergency clinic and I was telling the doctor, she was like, how do you feel? How's your mobility? And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, I just really want to check and make sure that I'm okay because of the fact that um, I'm a yoga teacher and I don't want, like, I want to make sure that my body's good. Mm-hmm. Like, and she was like, great. Since you're a yoga teacher, you know some of the benefits of yoga and I can talk to you about things that will help you out and you won't look at me like I'm crazy. She was actually um, a Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, please tell me. Because she was like, she was like, you know, people just want me to give them drugs or people want me to give right, them right. cash or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, she referred me to um, singing bowls. Um, 
So there was this, uh, she even gave me like a YouTube video where she was like, it's uh, singing bowls and um, these different um, tools. I think we saw. I, I've I mean, seen some at the park. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lady that, yeah. 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 Um, and so what happens is that those vibrations uh-huh. affect your DNA. Okay. And we'll start to actually like seep into the DNA and repair it. And so she was like, just do 10 minutes of a meditation with this on. Obviously, it's a lot better when you do it in person, like in real life. But she's like, but it'll still be helpful because the vibrations are, you know, they, they actually scientifically work. Yeah. Um, and actually, I was a part of, I'm, not, I'm no longer a part of that studio, but um, I was teaching at a studio where they did sound baths and sound baths are with singing bowls. Okay. And uh, the guy, the second he touched his singing bowl, I immediately felt it in what an area that I have had issues with, which is my right shoulder, because I've had an injury there, and it was buzzing, and I felt what? it. That's so cool. Like, and I didn't even, like, I was just sitting there, I wasn't like, my intention is to heal my right yeah. shoulder. No, it was just like, it immediately started happening. And so, like... I want to try that. Yeah, no, it's really... Join the lady really, in the park. It's really good stuff. It's really good stuff. Um, and it sucks, too, because, like, some of these 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 things mm-hmm. um, aren't as popular because they're not, you know, you're not Understood. getting cardio. You're not getting yeah, a yeah, workout. Yeah. And so, typically, it tends to um, attract a less physically healthy audience because mm-hmm. yeah. they don't understand it they don't understand no the... no it's, it's it's more like they don't want to do the physical aspect of yoga they want to do the emotional oh. and mental aspect of it which is honestly it's great because you like you, there's there's such a mental and emotional and spiritual benefit of yoga like you don't have to have the perfect body to do it however a healthy body does equal a healthy mind. Mm. Like the yoga practice most definitely talks about it. The Bible talks about it. Mm-hmm. You know, gluttony. Like whatever. You know what I mean? Like and, and just like and it's just science too. I mean I always say this. Like <laughs> legally blonde Elle Woods. She's like <laughs> you know, endorphins make you happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody that's happy would kill her husband. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like from the from, from Yeah, that. I know Troy. Right. Like, so like and so you know, it's, um, you just feel better. You feel better, mm. um, when you're, when you're in a, in a better physical state. And so, um, yeah, the, the, the mental aspect of it, um, the phys- it's, it's, uh, it's all good stuff. I mean, when I first started yoga, I think I lost like 15 pounds. Dang. Wow. After a year of doing it as, as much as I was doing it. Only because um, your mental state and maybe even your physical state was changing, so then you... Yeah, I mean, it was also a heated class, and so... <laughs> you were uh, sweating it out, I, I mean... What inspires you to get up every day and teach? I, I, maybe we've talked about it, I don't know, but... It, yeah, um... My students uh, are a huge inspiration to me. I'm seeing their growth. I'm a connector. I'm somebody who's always appreciated connecting. Even back in my singing days, I loved, loved connecting. Mm. And I loved teaching. Um, And as a choir director, I really, really, really enjoyed... It's connecting with people and seeing their... Connecting with people and seeing them grow through what I had to offer. 
it really gave me, it gives me a sense of purpose. Mm. Um, and they, so they, so they do. Another part that, that drives me is, um, like I said, is that I'm, I'm a student first and foremost, and it's frightening slash exciting to see what I'm capable of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just try and walk through certain doors that are presented to me, and and I've learned to be less um, closed-minded and just open-minded and be like, you know what, this feels good. Listening to my gut, um, and knowing that if if an idea is presented to me, and although I have hesitations, what's my breath saying? You know how how am I reacting to it? Am I reacting with the shortness of breath, or am I reacting with with ease with it? You know, am I am I easing into it by thinking more, or coming more into myself, or also knowing myself a little bit better and being like, you know, Jose, this does not align with you. Um, or you know, Jose, this is one hundred percent you. Um, I think what I appreciate about the yoga practice is that it's constantly challenging me to grow. And it it challenges me and it promotes me to grow. Hmm. And the more I grow, the more I'm able to see my students grow. And, the more you can get. And, and I'm yeah. excited to see my own growth. You know? And I'm super excited to see their growth. And so that, that definitely excites me. So I did have another question. So do you, like, use crystals at all? Okay, so... Or what does all your jewelry mean? Oh, I'm so... I'm listening to so, them clink um, around. I'm wearing my melodies and I'm wearing my, yeah, my bracelets. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll be fully honest. I don't... I, I'm really not super well-versed in crystals and stuff. Although, um, so crystals and stones have a very magnetic and... Um, uh, ener- they have very energetic uh, meanings mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. I will, I will fully admit in saying it's more fashion accessory. <laughs> um, Love it. Also, we well, do fashion. Actually, so. yeah, for sure. But also, actually, and I will totally plug him in. His name is Kenny. He, uh, you can find him on Etsy. Elements of Shri S R I um, has beautiful, beautiful malas and beadwork and, and, and stuff and also very affordable um, and it's gorgeous stuff and, and he actually, like, you know, for this necklace he explains the meaning of each stone okay. of all the stones and um, and the tassels and all that stuff and what those stones mean and, and what they invoke mm. and, and, and what kind of, you know all that kind of stuff um I mean, I know, I know it's used a lot in yoga. I can't say f- for certain that I know within the yoga philosophy or history that it's been used. Stones are often used um, when it comes to aligning chakras. And chakra work is definitely something that is used in yoga philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have not personally delved that much into chakra work. Mm. Um, those are chakras, are energetic fields within our bodies. Um that open up certain emotions, open up certain parts of our bodies and, and, and aspects of our, our, our humanity. Um, and I haven't super delved into it yet as well because, it, like I said, it's a lot. 
But um, <laughs> I hope to at some point learn a little bit more about it. I think they're gorgeous things. And what I do know about um, certain stonework, because um, actually I'm going to be, I'm, I, well, I have my own little uh, yoga retreat side business um, with, a, with a Ooh. wonderful friend of mine. Her name is Sibiana Miller. Um, she is a um, she is a uh, oh my god why can't I think of the word right now it's a different name entrepreneur um, <laughs> she's an astrologer oh, sorry. oh she's an astrologer and um, she's also a yoga teacher and she also knows a lot about um, like uh, stones and and all those kind of things mm-hmm. in the energetic fields and she I. Coming from a very conservative Christian background and all that <laughs> stuff, you know, I was super skeptical about it. But she explains it in in forms of energies mm-hmm. and pulls and so, and she explains it in a very um, easy way yeah. that is digestible. But it's also challenging because, like, I've been a part of readings where they're like, "Yeah, oh my God, so like Saturn and this yeah. like stone is like." It's like telling me that you're like super groovy. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Moving on. No, she will be like, so this and this and this means this. Like you're, um, you know, she'll read your chart and she'll be like, you know, this explains why, you know, you behave in, in, in this form or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like she... How did she know that? Like, and I'm just like, ooh, little idea. But like, little idea means, means witchcraft. And stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> it's, it's just like it's just kind of like reading um, energetic fields. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and so her and I have um, teamed up to do yoga retreats, and we were actually supposed to do two this year, but of unfortunately, course, but you know <laughs> we we had to uh, push them back. Uh, but thankfully, you know, we, this is still something that we'll be doing and, and we have our, our, our first one that was, you know, booked is still booked. We kept all of our, uh, pretty much all of our people and we're doing it next year. Um, and it's a, they're called cosmic retreats. And so, um, part of it is that like we have stones and we use the moon's energies because we we do it during the full moon or the new moon. Mm. And, and, and those kind of energies that you do, either whether it's in meditation mm-hmm. or in the yoga class and you have your stones there with you, they um, help provide, like, good pranic energy. So good, good um, uh, you know, breath practices, good, I hate saying the word good vibes, but... Good vibes. <laughs> in good essence. Vibes. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. So that that is the little knowledge that I have of stone work. Cool. Um, and, and, yeah. Yeah. I want one. They I, look uh, cool. I, I want one. Cool. We don't know enough about it, but we want one. <laughs> hey, listen, on Etsy, <laughs> Elements of Street, he's fantastic. You will love his stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Um, and so you were talking about maybe in the future going full-on entrepreneur. Um, how do you know Ooh, yeah. when it's like time to move on <laughs> dang he pulled that whole thing out <laughs> she asked that question also alan brought me the bottle like i'll put it right next to him <laughs> I was like, okay. listen you got me my favorite kind so um okay so a common trap or a common thing that happens with yoga teachers is that like they go through this enlightenment and they're like oh my god like you go through your teacher training and you're like I'm giving this is what I want to do. Job. This is what I want to do. Da 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 da. da, da. Like I'm teaching yoga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Initially, first of all, 
teaching fitness or teaching yoga is a very physical, very physically, physically mm-hmm. demanding job. You know, so think about doing, and if you think about it, okay, it's like a, a regular nine to five is 40 hours a week. Could you do 40 hours of yoga a week? Yeah. That's a lot. That Eight be, hours of yoga a day? That'd be a lot on the body. Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, a, that, that's exhausting. Uh-huh. And so, um, thankfully, like, in terms of an hourly rate, yeah, you, you do well. But the thing is, you can't do it hourly. eight hours yeah. a day, you know? And so what ends up happening is that, you know, people fall into the trap of, like, I'm obsessed with yoga, I love yoga, yoga is my life, da 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 leave corporate <laughs> jobs, and then they try and make it work, they burn out. Because oh. they're exhausted. Because they're exhausted. Right. And you know, and they're not making the kind of money that they were before. Mm-hmm. And so now they're struggling financially. And so I have not yet left, you know, my corporate job or I don't even know that personal shopping would be called corporate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not let, I have not yet left my nine to five. Right. Um, thankfully, I'm not gonna say thankfully, but like, unfortunately I saw fellow teachers and, and friends that I care for, go through that, mm. you know, and see their struggles and see that they were well-established yoga teachers that were old, older than I was uh-huh. and, like, financially struggling. Mm. Like, I'm two months behind on my car payment. I haven't paid rent in over a month. Like, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I I know that <laughs> yeah, I tough. cannot... <laughs> function mm-hmm. in, that, in, in that sense um, as much as I believed in my yoga path or whatever and so yeah right now I am exhausted and I have like little to no time yeah. but financials are fine like you know like I'm, I'm doing okay and I'm doing the work towards getting, getting there, there. Um, but you're doing something else that's not just correct. teaching you're doing like your own yeah I'm doing know, my own thing your, and, yeah, on the and, side, and yeah. like I said you know the industry, the fashion industry has changed dr- drastically the luxury industry has changed drastically since I first started and you know the more it's shifting the more what I want and my needs are shifting as well and so yeah I've, I've found myself shifting more into that and when I'm more comfortable in terms of like you know, a financial aspect of it where I, where I feel like I can feasibly do it. Because the thing is, I can't teach in a good space if I'm not in a good space. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, for me, my teaching is an extension of my own practice. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's me telling you what the yoga practice means to me. Mm-hmm. And, they th- and hopefully it resonates with you. Right. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I literally, the other day, had a student walk out of my class 20 minutes in. <laughs> wow. And and I'm I'm not gonna say that, that happens often. It's happened you know, less than five times <laughs> than I can think of. Um but but I I get it. Like it, I'm not gonna be everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn that in life, period. And so um you know, uh but but truthfully like my my thing is I'm like I hope my hope is that People don't think that they have to be this insanely great, you know, yoga practitioner to be a part of my class. I've thankfully had a lot of students that their first class was with me, 
even though it was a brutal class, mm-hmm. and they stuck with it. That's yeah, that right me. <laughs> they're regulars, and I've seen their practice <laughs> progress in beautiful ways. Um, or I've, um, you know, seen people that have strong practices, and I'm honored to have them as one of my students because they're like, and they can do th- they can do <laughs> crazy things that I'm not capable of doing, mm-hmm. but they still show up to my classes because they're like. I learned from you. I was like, I'm like, really? Because how did <laughs> you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. And so in any case, I, I've been very fortunate in that by stepping through the correct doors, people have come my way. Okay. Or opportunities have come my way that are like, let's do this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or you can do this. Or, or like, so... You know, first it was with my with my friend that I was telling you, Sibiana Miller, who's who I'm doing my cosmic retreats with. Okay, that was one thing. So that's 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 another aspect of entrepreneurship. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um then the second one was um my friend Meg, who's a soul cycle instructor, um, who mentors and whatever, and she taught me all the ways of like how to market yourself, how to use different um, formats to mm. help create an online presence, uh, presence mm. all that kind right. of stuff. Right. And, and that helped build, you know, I was so fortunate. I told you that I just recently bought a Mac. Within my first two weeks of teaching virtually, you know, through Zoom, I uh-huh. paid off my Mac. Nice. So I was very, I was very you know, fortunate with yeah. that. Um, so, like, that was a great investment. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Um, so... That and then like your private lessons, and, yeah, yeah, and then new people that I that are coming in that are also wanting to do other ventures that would also lead into mm-hmm. you know more entrepreneur, more financial you know gains in terms of like just teaching at a studio. Okay. Um. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's not a question of like putting all of your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. It's more like when, when things align correctly, mm-hmm. you'll know. And they start to like add up and yeah. things come your way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I think that there has to be a healthy balance cause it, so often in the yoga community and a lot of different faiths or religions or whatever, it's like, put your faith in this one thing. Yeah. Drop everything. Like, drop here. everything. Do this one thing. Like and and, and 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 it's like you put your eggs in that one basket and you're like And then you're screwed. Yeah. And so it's like it's just you know, it's hard. Mm. Um and the thing is it's like what's crazy is that like that worked for them. Mm-hmm. Like this has worked for Jose because Jose is Jose. Yeah. What's going to work for Alan, what's going to work for Sarah is very different. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you have your giftings, you have your voice, you have your, mm. you know, your trajectory, your path. And it's not about, it's definitely about being inspired um, by other people and what they do and being like, that, you know, that's really inspiring or that's really great or like, I love that. Like, let me take some of that and, 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 and make it my own. It's, 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 it's about like letting go of the comparison game. Yeah, yeah. Like I want that. Yeah. And I'm not going to be happy until I have that. It's very hard. It's so very hard. hard. As musicians, like we saw that, like if we weren't playing the gigs, uh-huh. they were. Oh, they we suck. were garbage. <laughs> we were like the worst in the world, even though we were very talented. Mm-hmm. You know, and we ha- we absolutely had our value. Um, but, yeah. But it's like you're ultimately where you need to be. Mm-hmm. 
And that leads you to the places mm. where you should be. Right? I like that. Yeah. That's going to be the title yeah. of the podcast. I like it. <laughs> so where can people find you? Um, yeah, you do have a big following on Instagram. We want to make sure that yeah. whoever listens, if they're interested, Twitter, they, they can Facebook, find wherever you, you want oh people to find okay, you. Instagram is all I can do. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're working your way into all the other platforms. Oh YouTube. Oh I am too old for the Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> YouTube. The, uh? YouTube, oh my god, I haven't been, I was on YouTube, when you, if you, if you do look me up on YouTube, you will find my Christian singing and all that, <laughs> so have fun with that. Um, I mean, you sound good, I've heard some of your songs. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, it's on Spotify, right? It's on Spotify. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what he showed me. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, all, all of that's on there as well. <laughs> it's funny, because people, I've had students be like, is that you? So I was looking you up, because I wanted your playlist, but like. <laughs> I got something else. And I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, actually, um, I do plan on bringing my singing back uh, mm. by way of, of yoga. Oh. There is, uh, there, I, I you first heard it here. Like, <laughs> He's um, about to drop the demo. I, I, not, well, not that. But like I, I within my classes okay. um, as, as, as Ooh, part of cool. meditation and, and shavasana. Okay. Uh, I just, I, I really... Before I do that, I really want to have the knowledge and know what I'm doing. And okay. not just sing because I like singing and singing <laughs> Yeah. You know I mean? um, <laughs> Laying riffs down or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not, yeah, I'm just going to be like, ah, <laughs> Like, you know. And people are like, what? Uh, oh, like, <laughs> you know, just like a whole last thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, I hope for it to be a little bit more mindful and okay. for it to be something that, that means something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. That's really what I use. I am on Facebook. Uh, I, I'm barely on it because it's it's become such a political group. It, it really is. It really is bad. Uh, you can find me on all.in.jose on Instagram. Um, and I have, even in my bio, it like explains where you can find me virtually for my virtual classes. I teach uh, two virtual classes a week right now. And I, you can find me at Black Swan currently. I teach quite a few classes. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I mean, even on my uh, Instagram, you can reach out to me for privates or uh, group events that you may want to do and stuff like that. Ooh, and, group and, event. Yeah. Yeah. And so... <laughs> um, Always looking to expand, hoping that I have the time and the availability to do it all. Um, And and yeah, just trying trying to find that balance. Um, Mm. At the end of the day, because, you know, this is called the After Five Creative. Right. Mm -hmm. I think those of us After Fivers, um, (laughs) it comes down to, I've always believed this in everything, where there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. If you want it, you Mm -hmm. make it happen. Like, no matter what. Like, you make the sacrifices. You, mm-hmm. you, you put in the work. Because you know it's good work. Mm-hmm. And it's good for you. Mm. And it's good for... It's important. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and it's something that feeds you and hopefully feeds other people mm-hmm. in whatever capacity. And um, I know you're going oh, to have a baker. And so... Yes. Physically. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, you... It it, it 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 really it really has to be something that fires you up because otherwise you know if 
as a salesperson, I've always been a salesperson. If you're, if I'm not buying it, then how am I expecting you to buy it? Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, yeah. you really have to put in the work for it, and you really have to put in the love for it as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jose. This has been honestly refreshing. Yeah. I mean, this year has been, it's been crazy, busy. I mean, I, I literally didn't eat lunch till like three o'clock today. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's just how how busy our lives is, yeah. and I, I think that's just well, busy's good. Today, I mean, it, right now, I just we just feel a little bit more calm and more mm-hmm. like even motivated after this conversation. Good. Yes, um, thank you for opening up your heart to us oh, yeah. and telling us your story. Yeah, it's very inspiring. Yeah. Good, you're welcome. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, uh, kind of how I said, you know, like because ultimately, and I can testify to this, if you do something in in your most honest and authentic self. Com- completely, you know, with your whole heart, mm-hmm. you will find your people and you will find your place and you will truly, truly find um, just so much harmony in music <laughs> and, 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 and love and, and, you know, just all the good things that we all deserve. Of course. Thank you so much for being in the After Five podcast. Thank you. Else? you <laughs> fun. Really fun. You're so welcome. Cheers. 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 Woo. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>Today's episode was recorded at Sesh Coworking. Sesh Coworking is located in the Montrose area of Houston, Texas. What I love about them is they welcome a super diverse community of creatives and entrepreneurs from different walks of life. Sesh hosts events, meetups, provides spaces to record your podcast, just like ours, hosts photo shoots, and run a desk for yourself. The walls hang with local art, and they always have your favorite drink in the fridge. Topo Chico! Sesh Coworking is not only a beautiful place, but also a very, very motivational one. Please check them out at Sesh Coworking on Instagram and on their website.